Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What's a ridiculous thing that you believed when you were a kid that now, of course, as an adult, you think back and go, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I thought that. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. What's the ridiculous thing that you believed when you were a kid? Things like chocolate milk only comes from brown cows. No. Things like that. It doesn't? No. Comes from any cow. You live in a house of lies. No, I saw this like one of those BuzzFeed aggregated lists of, you know, things from all over the internet of weird things that kids believe, people believed when they were kids. Like, for example, um, one person said in sports, I used to think whatever number the player wore was how old that player was. So when I saw a picture of Babe Ruth, my reaction (laughs) was, that's a big three year old. Kind of cute, right? Yeah, that's, and you can totally see why someone would think that if right. you were five. Exactly. Yeah. And so oftentimes <laughs> these things are things that you know are so ridiculous to even repeat. But like, for example, for me, I thought that there was an actual person that worked in the stoplights. Oh, God. That like the, there's like a little yeah. box next that's to hilarious. it. That they How were did in you the learn box. But that wasn't the case. I don't know. I think I just eventually like realized that was ridiculous. <laughs> But I just had this idea that there was that at every corner where there were streetlights, there's somebody just hanging out in the box telling us when to go and when to stop. Yeah, I think, too, you probably have a lot of these moments throughout your life where you just realize things and you keep that to yourself because you realize, wow, I thought that. That Mm -hmm. sounds really dumb now that I think about it. Yeah. And you just keep marching along with your life. When I was really, really young, like very young before, I don't, I don't remember how old I was. I must've been like six, maybe five or six. I thought that women just spontaneously got pregnant. Like you get the flu. Yeah. And I lived in constant fear that I was going to get pregnant. I had a friend who I had to have an argument with him on the bus in third grade. He, his mom was a nurse. And so he was very, very convinced mm-hmm. that he knew mm-hmm. where babies came mm-hmm. from. And they came from the belly button. Oh, yes. That's exactly where they came from. And I was like, mm, no, I don't know how I knew. All I, I don't know that I knew, but I knew, knew that there was another hole yeah. and it wasn't the belly button. <laughs> Speaking of the belly button, one of these, uh, one of these BuzzFeed story, uh, stories is about a guy who thought... Uh, He said, when I was a kid, my mom explained to me that we all had belly buttons because that's how our moms fed us. 
before we were born. So I thought when you got pregnant, your belly button opened up and you could just put whatever you wanted in your belly button, like putting chicken in there for the baby to eat. (laughs) That would be so gross. I think belly buttons Uh, are so weird. They are weird. Uh, Let's go to the phones. Christine is on the line. Christine, Christine, what's the weird thing that you thought when you were a kid? Well, um, I think my dad or somebody told me that Gatorade was made from alligators. Oh, God. That's (laughs) hilarious. It just grossed me out, and I felt so bad for the alligators. (laughs) And I've never been able to drink Gatorade. Like, to this day, I can't drink Gatorade. I don't know. It really freaked me out. It's made out of Gatorade. I'm here to tell you, Christine, thanks for your call. There are no, no alligators have been harmed in the production of Gatorade. Let's that we to, know of. That we know of. That's true. Let's go to Megan. Hi, Megan. What was the ridiculous thing that you believed as a child? Hi. So growing up, I was told if you ate the bubble gum, like you swallowed a piece of bubble gum, that it would stay in your stomach oh, sure. for like seven years oh, or I remember something like that. that. Yes. So you never swallowed yeah. the bubble gum. Um, I did, and for a while I lived in fear that I would have this, like, mass of bubblegum in my belly. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, oh, thanks, Megan. I, that makes me just feel so bad I, the ways that parents accidentally freak their kids out. Well, uh, that makes me think of my mother used to say, like, if you if somebody slaps you on the back of the head or on the back while you're making an ugly face, yes. it's going to stay that way. Yes. And so, because my uh, we were forever making ugly faces. That was, like, my favorite party trick. Um, my friend Melissa and I would just make ugly faces at each other to the point where one of us would get in trouble in fourth grade. Um, but I literally remember having the feeling I better not do this yeah. in a place where somebody can slap me in the back of the head because my face will stay this way. Well, and my my version of that was if you cross your eyes for 30 seconds, they'll stay crossed. Mm. So I would cross my eyes for 29 seconds. I'd play with fire. But I'll be darned, I was not going to cross over that 30-second threshold because you know they're going to stay there. Um, Ruby's on the line. Hi, Ruby. Ruby, what was the ridiculous thing that you believed as a child? We had a puppy, and my parents told all three of us kids, if we held him too long, he'd get this temper because all we wanted to do was hold the puppy. (laughs) So we were afraid if we held him too long, he was going to die. Oh, my gosh. That is extreme. Parents are wonderful. Thank you, Ruby. Great. <laughs> Thank you, Ruby. Yeah, always trying to think of new creative ways to terrify yeah, you do that, our children. It's going to fall off forever. Carla, hello, Carla. Carla, what is the ridiculous thing you believed as a child? That if you didn't put butter with your peanut butter sandwich on your peanut butter sandwich, your law, your jaw would be stuck permanently. <laughs> oh That's my. Gosh. That's hilarious. What was even the purpose of that lore? I, my mother's craziness, I'm sure. (laughs) And at some point you realize that that just wasn't the case. But butter is really good on a peanut butter sandwich. It is. Yeah, agreed. Thank you, Carla. Holly had a good one that she was uh, reluctant to to share. Well, I didn't know if it was safe for the airwaves. It is. It's safe. The FCC. Have you listened to our show? We've deemed it safe. That's true. When I was in first grade... (laughs) My sister and I were taking before school Spanish class, she being in third grade more advanced than me. So she started calling me loco in the cabeza. And I got real upset. Mm -hmm. For those of you who don't speak the Spanish, the Espanol, uh, what would that mean? I mean, I always translate it as funny in the head Mm -hmm. yeah, or silly in the head. 
First grade me did not translate it as funny in the head, and I got really upset because I thought my sister was calling me Harry in the vagina. <laughs> Where did you come up with That's Harry in the I vagina? I'm an interesting person. Interesting well, person. this we know. He's this creative. Know. But I got really upset, and I told Stop my mom. calling me Harry in the Why vagina. Why is she calling yeah, me that I was all like, the time? Mom, she's calling me Harry in the vagina. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Your mother's like, oh, I'm pretty sure that's not Spanish oh, for hairy so in the vagina. Good. Yeah. Just a couple more of these uh, from this list of crazy, dumb things people believed as kids. Um, somebody said, I thought the black mar- market was an actual market, like under a bridge, like go to the black market oh, to get sure. things. Yeah. Uh, how about. Uh, the annoying commercial. She says, "I." This person said, "I thought the show was still going on during the commercial break, so I was always worried about what I missed while the commercials were on." What? Which I get. What, right? you, what does she mean? Like when the they would break for commercial, like the show was the still show happening? was still happening, oh. and you never got to see it. Oh my God, that's because hilarious. you were watching the dumb God, commercial. That would be stressful. Or how about this? I love this one. I can relate to this one. I used to think that laugh tracks were somehow real life. Like I was hearing everyone else laughing who was watching the same show I was. Oh, that's funny. She says, in hindsight, this was really stupid. Obviously, the sound is coming from the speakers. But growing up, we only had TV at my grandma's place. I remember laughing really loud when the laugh track came on. So our neighbors would think I got the joke, too. Oh, my God. That's adorable. That's so great. And then finally, I love this one, too. Uh, This person believed that actors and TV characters would uh, have to come back into the studio for each time they re-ran a show. I would always be so amazed that people would have the time to go into a room with a camera multiple times a day just so I could watch them do the same thing over and over again. I love it. They're not really living in that box. I love it. Uh, We also did get a tweet uh, from Andrew said, I thought having quote, troublemaking ends meat meant that you were running out of meat before the end of the month. That's hilarious. Actual meat. I love it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, oh, we have to make a little stop again at Perv Corner. I didn't want to go, but we have to go. We're going to make a quick visit and then we'll get out of there as quickly as possible. After this on My Talk 1071. Okay, we have to take a little jaunt down to a neighborhood that... We don't like to visit, um, but we've had to visit far more than we care to in the past year. It's called Perv Corner. And this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Okay, if I say the name Peter Nygaard, does that ring any bells for you? Well, yeah, only because I've seen this story, but I did not pay attention to Peter Nygaard before this headline. And neither had I really, but he's a millionaire fashion executive. His name is Peter Nygaard, uh, and he uh, has been arrested now after having been accused by at least 10 women who were underage at the time that he allegedly lured them to an estate in the Bahamas and then proceeded to um, essentially have them act out uh, sex acts Mm -hmm. uh, for his pleasure for the duration of their time there. He promised them that he would make them rich and famous, uh, and they are alleging that he did nothing more than just use them for his own sexual pleasure. Underage Yeah, yeah sex trafficking. Rape, and under. I mean, it, it was really shocking. And I think I saw this headline on Friday. And you know how you make those sort of like superficial judgments? 
I looked at the photos and I was like, um, I don't yeah. know that that's somebody I would really uh, think very highly of. I mean, he just looks like somebody who might be doing some There's stuff. There's a smarm level to him. And if you read that article about what he did, Oof, ooh, it's so bad. Like, gross. we won't say Nasty. we won't say the stuff, but it it's it's bad. It's just gross and bad and wrong. Well, here's what I found interesting about this gentleman who, again, I, okay, that was, I should not use that word because that's like a kind word. Here's what I learned that I found interesting about Peter Nygaard. He's highly connected to Prince Andrew. Mm -hmm. Prince Andrew, who was connected to Jeffrey Jeffrey Epstein, Epstein. who was accused of doing similar sex trafficking, sexual assault, minors, harassment. All of that. Um, What's interesting about this is, I mean, if you think that there was heat on Prince Andrew before with the Jeffrey Epstein stuff, like this is like confirmation that he's a dirty dog. Yeah, uh, very much so. And there's another article, too, that I I didn't read too much of the actual story, but I thought, well, put a pin in that because I bet we're going to hear more about it. Wherein, uh, you know how Jeffrey Epstein had that private island Mm -hmm. in St. Thomas or the Virgin Island somewhere? Somewhere, yeah. Yeah. and uh, people allege that he was groping women at that private estate, not Jeffrey Epstein, but Prince Andrew. Mm. So, yeah, more shall be revealed, mm. and it does not look good for Prince Andrew. And it doesn't honestly look very good for Fergie either, his ex-wife, Sarah Ferguson, because the two of them stayed at this uh, his estate, Peter Nygaard's estate at uh, Nygaard Key, which is near Nassau in the Bahamas. He has his very own island. Um, they stayed there at one point with their daughters, Beatrice and Eugenie, which is just gross when you think about what took place there, yeah. allegedly. Mm-hmm. But here's the other piece that I thought was uh, worth our talking about. The reason I like learned about Peter Nygaard in the first place was because of a post on Instagram by Courtney Stodden. Oh, interesting. So we've been talking about her a lot lately on the mm-hmm. Colleen and Bradley show. We've always been a little bit fascinated by her and her ex-husband, who she was the child bride of when she was 15 or 16 years old. She married Doug Hutchison, who was 40 years her senior. Um, she made a post on Instagram that says the following. And here, these are her exact words. Thank God Peter Nygaard has been arrested. He tried to lure me multiple times and touched me in places that were extremely inappropriate. The first inappropriate contact happened just hours before this photo was taken. And she posts a picture of her um, with her arm around Peter Nygaard. And he's looking very interested in her in a way that she's not very interested in him. Uh, She says, I was so young and so naive. I'm sorry to the young women who've been assaulted as well. Then she goes on to say... I'm tired of old men taking advantage of women like myself and the entire grab the bleep mentality. This is going to stop, including and not limited to verbal and emotional captivity, which I experience as well. Let's just say just because you're married to a minor doesn't put you in the clear. I've been silenced on many occasions with men and I'm done. My book will be out and everything will be exposed. All of you predators are done. So that's awesome. Yeah, And I hope that she's not just using this moment Mm -hmm. to sell her book. And what I mean by that is, like, I'm all here for these stories because I think that there are a lot of women and men, frankly, but mostly women who've been, um, you know, victimized, traumatized and otherwise harassed and victims 
victim, victim, victim for years Mm -hmm. that are finally getting their oxygen. Their stories are getting oxygen. But then I worry about people like Courtney Sodden because she seems to always kind of be like at the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. So I hope that she's using this as like an actual moment to educate and heal and not just get more attention. I do too. I will say, uh, I think we've always known that there was more to the story about her and Doug Hutchison. And I'm, I'm here. I'm here to hear her story. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And and I don't yeah. know, but you know, she certainly paints a picture there of what was actually going on that we were not aware of. I think, but again, we always thought there was something fishy and weird, but I think we thought it was on the up and up, which now I realize sounds kind of ridiculous. But, you know, somebody, for example, somebody wrote in the comments, Doug can write what he wants to, girl. I know grooming and manipulation when I see it. Yeah. See, this is the thing that's the most frustrating is like, um, okay, so everybody was fine with her being married to a 50 something year old man when she was 16 years old Mm -hmm. after having met him or been near him and intimately involved with him when she was 15 years old. What's changed? Right. Like. How are we not going to do this? Are we not going to do this again? I hope we're not doing this again. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm here to hear the story. I mean, ugh. All right, we made it through, you guys. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots on My Talk 1071. One could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Oh, hold on. Let me do that again. State of Florida. other places like where um florida oh perfect orlando more like orlando and i want to tell you about Luz gomez okay was he a loser (sighs) she is she a loser is a big loser and uh, i'm going to tell you why so this is actually hialeah uh, but she's from Orlando. Okay. Uh, Hialeah police arrested her on Monday after they say she did something that is illegal, which, you know, not unusual, pretty mm-hmm. typical garden variety day of the week. People get arrested for things. Well, let's just say she did something to someone that left that person with a fever, pain, and discomfort. <clears throat> so Ms. Luz mm. Gomez, Luzy Luz Gomez, 55 years young. She left someone with a fever, pain, and discomfort. Do you have any idea what she did? Did she have coronavirus and she licked somebody? No, but that would be fun because, and by fun I mean horrible, but we could then add her to the uh, coronavirus segment Mm -hmm. that we've started doing on our show, right? To be fair, she wasn't. that, That wasn't the title given to her. No. In fact, the title I gave to her was Butt Woman. Oh, 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 do I want to know? What did she do? She did someone. And it gave somebody a fever. Okay. Something. Sorry. She gave, and it gave somebody a fever. Yes. And also, um, a lump and some discolorations. 
of the butt? Mm-hmm. She gave someone a lump in the butt, some discoloration in the butt, and a, a fever. fever, and some pain in the butt. So what did she do to someone I else's butt? I can't even imagine. She gave them butt enhancements. Oh, of course she did. With an unknown substance. Oh, even she didn't know? For $2,000. And she does not have a medical license. Okay, I just want to go ahead and remind people, when you're having somebody inject something into your body, you kind of want to make sure they're legit. Because bad things happen. This is horrible. So, like, this is not the first time we've heard these stories, mm-hmm. but but I will say we should just put out the reminder, don't ever let anybody in your butt that has does not have a license. It's true. Uh, you must be licensed. You must be licensed. And most days, you know, just, yeah, again, don't let I anyone will near say, your butt that's I, if not I went, licensed. If I went to see Ms. Luz Gomez, I would take a look at her and think, that woman knows about things that get injected into you. Yeah, and not well. Yeah. Because she looks like Droopy. Yeah. Droopy dog. Also, hello. What Can is I put this? some stuff in your butt? Can we also talk about the fact that oftentimes these things take place at like a hotel, like a Motel 6? or and no, Nothing against the Motel 6. I'm just saying they're not a day surgery center. Yeah. No, this was actually done in somebody's apartment. And she was like, it's no big deal. I'll just give you some stuff here. It'll be fine. Just make sure you take a day off of work and take some ibuprofen. Don't don't ever let anybody inject things into Mm. your butt that it does not have some sort of medical training. I think I recognize this lady. Has she been injecting people's butts? You recognize her? She looks like somebody else we've seen do this. She looks like a butt injector. She does. We've been doing this know. for years. I feel like I've seen her before. I don't know. What I will say is the woman, uh, the victim in this case, eventually went to her primary doctor who then uh, referred her to a plastic surgeon. It was then that she admitted that she got the illegal uh, butt procedure and then had to pay about $20,000 to get her hard lump oh. removed. No. Yeah. Do you remember we read a story about a woman who did this or somebody who did this to another person. Yeah. And there was cement in it. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No. Not good. Not good. Okay. We're going to stay in Florida. We are going to stay in Florida where we are going to meet 63 year old Juan Zamora from Kissimmee, Florida. And last week he'd had a few Chardonnays and he got behind the wheel, uh, and uh, he was behind a cop car as he was driving. Okay. And he flashed his headlights. So the cop pulled over. And so Juan also pulled over. Remember, he was behind the cop car. Okay. Flashed the lights, his headlights, at the cop car. Okay. The cop pulled over. Juan pulled over. Okay. Juan goes to the door of the police car and asks for... Directions to an auto parts store. Okay. And the cop noticed that Mr. Zamora was wobbling and, quote, smelled like alcohol. And so the cop told Juan he needed to take a breathalyzer test. So he... And then he refused to take the breathalyzer test. He said, because you didn't pull me over. I pulled you over. Are you confused yet? I'm so confused. So this guy 
pulled over a cop. Yes. Drunk. Yes. Oh, okay. And then the cop was like, hey, you're drunk. I need to give you a breathalyzer. And Juan was like, but you can't give me a breathalyzer because I pulled you over first. You didn't pull me over. I'm pretty sure that's not how that works. That's exactly not how that works. Yeah. They can do that whenever they want. Exactly. So it wasn't a good enough reason, of course, for Juan to get out of the test. Uh, So he blew a .137, which, as you know, is over the legal limit. He was arrested for DUI. I really just think people should be fired. Why in your right mind would you think it was a good idea? Well, because you were drunk. That's why. I'm glad I never pulled anyone over when I was drunk. I'm glad I, I, yeah, I'm glad I never did that. I'm thankful that you didn't as well. Um, I really want to tell you this story. Oh, but it's a bad one. I can see on your face. But then I was like, quick, find another story because... This story is way. Can I just tell you the story? I mean, I guess it's not I don't crazy, know what it is, stupid, but okay, idiot, really. But I read this and I thought, what? Here's a headline for you: Florida man achieves life goal by smothering ex's 95 year old bull in a nursing home. What? what? This is a really sad and scary story, but life's goal. What? So it turns out that a guy um, is accused of strolling into a nursing home and smothering his ex-girlfriend's 95-year-old boyfriend in his bed. What? Also, this guy is 47. I'm so confused at how this works. So first of all, his life's goal was to kill his ex's boyfriend. He's 47, and the guy he smothered was 95. Uh, this is, I don't like this story. How does that work? Well, apparently he was dating a woman who's 57 and she was dating a guy who was 95. Age is a funny thing. Can you imagine if you were like, oh, I'm dating this 57 year old. Life's good. I'm in a nursing home, but I got this young lady that I'm dating. Your family's probably thinking, oh, wow, he's getting out and being active. I mean, did you watch Anna Nicole? Yeah, but like, her ex didn't kill. Uh, well, what's no. his name? J. J. Howard Marshall. Yeah, but he did die, right? Oh, yeah. Like five minutes after they got together? No, they were together for a while. And then he just passed on of old age. And then she got in a huge legal battle with his children because they didn't think... Who, by the way, his children who were older than she was. So bizarre. People do strange things. This is so confusing. I I did find another story to tell you, but it's um, youth volunteer jailed on underage sex charge. This is so. The stories no. are sad. Today. No, it's a sad, sad day yeah. in the world of crazy. I don't know stupidity. how you let your children out of the house. Well, I'm trying not to. As or often your as parents. Possible. I literally just said that today out loud to somebody. I can't allow my children out of the house anymore because you never know. You never know. You literally. I mean, they could get a virus. You don't know. They could marry a 90-year-old. I don't know. Anything is possible. If it was a rich 90-year-old, you'd be happy. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback Live. We'll do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. 
Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.